what's up y'all it's regis i'm back and this is gonna be technically our first real episode you know with guests and tonight i have two amazing guests here as we start our segment talking about boundaries um tonight we're gonna have one of my favorite people in like the whole universe that's my cousin rob morris and another amazing, amazing person that I can call my friend. And I hope we continue to build an amazing relationship. And that is Miss Shakia Robinson. Um, and I'm going to give Shakia a chance, you know, to talk about herself and some of the things that she does. But real quick, I brought her in because a lot of times we all can talk about certain subjects. And, you know, people want credentials. <laughs> and we'll just be honest with you, they want credentials. And with that being said, Ms. Shakia is a recent graduate of ODU. And she is also in the works on getting her master's with George Mason University for mental health professional so i would like to hop right into it as we get started and let's talk about it hey hi how you doing good evening good evening <laughs> good evening to you look i had to move everything upstairs because i was like uh-uh i'm not letting nothing ruin this not this time. <laughs> hey, I heard that loud and clear. I was loud like, and clear. I had set everything up. I was like, you know, let me let me just go ahead and move upstairs. I don't think I should stay downstairs for this. So how have you been? I know it's been a little bit. Yeah, you know? it has. But um I'm doing well. I just started um back school. So I'm in my second week which I'm really, really thankful for that. So we're moving right along. I'm excited about this. And thank you again for having me. No, thank you. Thank you. And it's just so, you know, I'm so glad that we're finally get to have this conversation about boundaries because even since our last conversation, when I tell you, people will try to test, especially when you like, you're really with you know, you're really starting to understand what boundaries are and you set them in place. Now you really see like how people will try to test you at every corner. <laughs> it's true. These, these are the facts. <laughs> it really is. And so we can definitely talk about some of the things I sent to you before, but okay. now just over the holidays, like, mm -hmm. this was my first year where I didn't do Christmas. I did, I did Christmas. Okay. And that was different for me because I think one of the things, one of the boundaries I set for myself was starting my own tradition. Okay. And feeling that, you know, the holidays, they just kind of. They don't, and I know a lot, I heard a lot of people say, and I'm not sure if it was like this for you, but the holidays really, they just don't feel the same. They don't have the same meaning. Everybody was like, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Do you feel like maybe it's not the same because like more people are starting to 
put such boundaries in place or oh. is it just you know people are kind of starting to do their own thing and starting to stay away from old traditions versus you know creating their own this is a great conversation because my husband and I had the same conversation. Seriously? Yep. And oh, hey, Rod, you want? Yes, okay. ma'am. I am Rod, here, the one yes, and only. Rod. I have, I have entered the building. Hey, Rod. <laughs> how, how you doing, Shaki? I'm doing wonderful. That's good to hear. That's good yes, to sir. hear. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, Rod, we just, we really just, I didn't really stick to the questions and things, but I'm sure we're going to have another opportunity. I pray we have another opportunity to touch on them. But I just was wondering, like, you know, being around the holidays and Shakia, me and Rod literally had this conversation the day of Christmas on my mom's porch and was like, I'm not doing this again because you really feel like you're doing it for everyone else and not really doing it for yourself. Mm. And I ended up being more frustrated with myself because I said I wasn't going to do certain things and then I did them anyway. So then instead of being mad at, you know, I couldn't really be mad at anybody else anymore. I could only be mad at myself because I still put myself in the situation to do certain things. And I was just after this, me and Rob, we was like, uh uh-uh, this is it. This was the last time. So my take on the whole tradition thing is now, I don't know about you all, but I was, I am a late parent. So my children are mine by choice. We adopted two children. And from my perspective is everything in life is what you make it. So I feel like there are a lot of people that are very um, set in what their parents did Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. some individuals have not grew up Mm -hmm. enough to be an adult yeah Mm. we put numbers Mm. we we all have numbers yeah i'm 35 the other person may be 65 the other person may be 25 19 but adults make things happen Mm -hmm. so when the children look to the holiday that motivated me because even though, no, I may not, you know, go to my mom's house or I may not go, have my grandma to go to her house. And we knew what Chris, Christmas was. But in my house, we made Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I have my own tradition with my own children. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. not, I, I enjoyed my grandma. I enjoyed my mom. But they allowed me to be my own person that's good so i cannot agree when people say the holidays aren't what they used to be because that is for the past we have to let the past be the past right you have to make what you want it to be bingo and and that was it for us it was like we really i for me personally i really felt like I don't, I'm, you know, I grew up Christian. I you, I did the whole nine. We did, like, my mom was one of those people when I was a young kid. Like, she celebrated. Holidays were big. It was a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. Christmas, Thanksgiving is a big deal. 
and but then he kind of got away from so much as the spending time with family and enjoying each other some more about your get is that all you got me like is, or yeah. is that the best so oh. it, it became it was more about the gift itself versus oh, yeah. the giving and oh, no. me and my kids are so big on giving like even for thanksgiving you know like after like the, literally the next day after thanksgiving we're you know going to feed the homeless because i'm big on giving because i i've received so much like i i'm a i've received so much and yeah. i really want my kids to understand that you know, we have different beliefs and certain things in certain areas that I definitely didn't grow up with. Like even my mom accepting the fact that, hey, mom, no, I don't consider myself a Christian, but God is real upfront, close and personal. He's the real deal. Like, so separating myself from certain parts of that tradition allowed me to build a stronger relationship with God, which gave me a a different view of the holidays. The holidays are for me are literally about making the best of every moment, being thankful and making those memories because literally in those moments that I try to stay present in those moments, not so much as what someone else wants me to do, but what, what feels good to us. So I like the, the fact that your, your family lets you be an individual. Oh, dang, I lost Shakira, she'll call that. Let me see if I can get her back. Hello, right. We lost her. And that service, bro. <laughs> I sent her another. Uh, so many broad. Oh, there we go. You back? Yes. Sorry. I was like, okay, we got her back. (laughs) (laughs) We got her Uh, back. So yeah, I'm I am definitely um definitely I'm definitely with whatever makes you happy. You know, I um I'm not I'm not a bandwagon rider. Whatever you wanna do, you do it. I mean, this is our time. We only have one life. I believe that when you say you now and and for me, that's where it came. Like even setting the small boundaries with myself and saying like, Regis, it's up for you to celebrate your way. Like you have to start doing things your way. I didn't have certain boundaries growing up as a kid. So I literally allowed other people to dictate the way I live my life for a very long time. So now being I'm going to be 40 this year. And okay. now being almost 40 and not learning about strong boundaries until I was, I'm going to say about 37, because like I got really started my journey at like 35. And now here I am 37 years old, trying to tell people, no, like people will look at you like great. <laughs> if it's you true. no longer give them the reaction or you no longer fall within the perception of that they have of you. Now y'all looking at me crazy. I'm not the one who's crazy. Like I, I'm just thinking for myself. I'm being my person. Like I'm being myself now, crazy. versus what somebody else expected or wanted me to be for them. Yeah. Hey, look. Let me tell y'all something. So, that uh, that book uh, Regis that I sent you, the Four Agreements. Yes. That's what they spoke on in that book. It was like when we were born, we were born into society. 
and we bought we are born into what our ancestors and the people before us were uh put in place mm-hmm. so all of the rules rules are already here yeah so it's like what <laughs> When you're growing up, you're around all this stuff, so you're taking in everything from the outside or society. So not by you picking up things here and there, here and there, you're letting other things define who you are as a person instead of defining who you are as an individual. And I told my girl a couple of weeks ago, I said, that's the hardest, th- well, that was the hardest thing for me two years ago when I separated myself from everybody and started doing what I like to do and I asked myself that question, who am I? And I feel like at, at, at 33 years old, that was one of the scariest questions I've ever Hell asked myself. Yeah. Because Hell now yeah. it's like, I am I gotta reprogram myself all over again. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is it that, what, what, what makes me happy? You know what I mean? In the same way y'all said like holidays, like I told my girl, I said from here on out for Christmas, I wanna put money to the side. So when Christmas come, I want to take our family out on vacation. I want to. I want to take my kids to Jamaica or somewhere else, just so they can see different cultures and and just appreciate how other people live. You know what I mean? Because we, mm-hmm. everybody here in, in the United States, we don't. I don't. I don't think we understand how blessed we are. Because I mean, as, as far as other countries that I've been to, just how, just to see how people live and little huts and stuff and they happy and they thankful of mm-hmm. what they got you know what i mean and it's like mm-hmm. we got so much here but we're not thankful for it until it's gone you know what i mean yep. yes we do know what you mean and we say yeah. exa- i know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you mean and even this year this past year you know focusing in so so much to walk away from you know, finally being able to, you know, get a food truck and finally being able to run a restaurant and do certain things. It was sad. It was a really sad realization that this isn't really what I wanted. Yeah. I only wanted a restaurant because other people was like, you should have your own restaurant. I only wanted a food truck because everybody was like, yo, you should get a food truck. That would be a great idea. It sounded like, but then when I thought about like, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. and being in that experience and working like full on being responsible for all that I'm like well dang if I'm doing this literally I'm here 16, 17 hours a day when will I get to enjoy life when will I get to spend time That's with right. my kids and, and I had to be like no that is more important to me and and this is, this is a lot of um, these are a lot of gems that you're throwing about entrepreneurship it's if a big you, responsibility. If it's you not haven't, yeah, you know, so when people come to me with, you know, you're so business minded, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Because I've done the homework. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you have the knowledge of understanding what's the outcome, that's when you make the decision. It's not of, oh, well, this one guy that he's making it, but you don't live in his household. Yeah, you don't know what's mm-hmm. going behind. Uh, you don't know what's going behind the scenes, <laughs> right? And, and, it's, and that's where and where yeah. it's, I was you know. so trusting of others and so non-confrontational and so so eager to please others. I didn't do the research. It just sounded like a great idea. I was sold. You know what? Let's try it. But that because I lived my life that way, I got a lot of real life hard lessons. 
But mm-hmm. when I tell you they are golden to me now, I have no regrets in my life. Amen. Because everything, when I look back at certain situations, now I can pick those things apart to the T and be like, yeah, you. this was all you said. That was all you. But, but you know, <laughs> you saying that, that's still a part of boundaries. Yeah. You know, not setting those boundaries. Look, I appreciate I appreciate what you see in me, but as of right now, I'm fine. That all is a part of boundaries, really. And and it's so crazy because my business partner, and you know, and it's funny, y'all, because I'm telling you, the day that we had this conversation, like, I'm literally tired in the kitchen in tears, like, in the restaurant crying because he's like, yo, you are a pushover. I cannot allow to, I cannot start a business and have my partner be a pushover because if you're a pushover in your real life, you'll let people push you over in business. I was so mad. Like at that moment, I was so upset, but immediately because I had become more self-aware, I was like, no, he's dropping gold. That Mm -hmm. shit hurts you so bad because it's true. And you know that it's true. That's why you're so upset. Upset. It wasn't that I was mad that he said it. It was mad that somebody finally said it to me out loud Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. instead of just keep using me because in the end, he didn't want to feel like one of those people that were that were doing that to me. But in yeah. on, in actuality, you were. Because yeah. even though you let me know that, yeah, I'm a pushover, certain people feel like certain things still don't apply to them. Yep. Yeah. That, that is still my brother. I love him. You know, that, I'm telling you, that conversation changed my life. Him, and you know, because at certain points, like, I'm the type of person... Even when I was a kid, especially if it's something that's going to better me, I like to prove people wrong. So now it took everything in me. I'm like, I'm not going to be a pushover. I will not let people walk over me. I will not. Because now, subconsciously, I the urge for me to prove him wrong was stronger than me being a pushover. And it sounds crazy, but it was like, damn, it took for this to happen in order for me to make the changes. Yeah. I was so stubborn and stuck in my ways that I would rather the uh, the nerve and the the ability to prove someone else wrong outshined me now be continuing to be a pushover with me, which made no sense then, but it makes all the sense now. Some of our beliefs are so so much stronger and deeply embedded than others. So some of it it takes a little bit more to get to. But that conversation, him telling me that because I know this is somebody who loves me and care about me. And he only said that because he's tired of seeing other people walk over me. Yeah. Right. But that's how God works. God speaks to other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when business came, he wanted to take the business in a different direction. And at that moment where they're used to me just going along and agreeing, I was like, hell no. Uh-uh, I'm not with it. I'm not that's with right. it. But yeah. now, the, but then the dynamic of our business relationship changed, and for a little while, our friendship. But it, for me, when people make certain mistakes and people do certain things in life, it's not because we all gonna make mistakes. We all fuck up, but it's how we come back from it. It's how, like, once we see that, you know, damn, I done fucked up. How am I gonna handle it now? How am I gonna not necessarily make amends, but you kind of? I'm the type of person where I like to set the record straight and make things right especially if it was wrong on my end how do I make things right yeah I got a question 
I don't know if y'all went over this question before I got online, but Shaki, I got a question. Yeah. What made what made you go into mental health? So when I knew I wanted mental health was when I was working in the doctor's office. So I was a medical assistant then. Mm-hmm. But people always kept talking to me about their problems, you know, and yeah. it was this one social worker there and her name was, um, well, I won't say her name cause this is a podcast, but she had power. Yeah. And when I speak of power, I mean, when these people came into the office, it was an indigent office, meaning that the people didn't have um, insurance. Mm-hmm. So you are considered as indigent, which in some countries mean poor, it does. but, um, to say that when these people came in and they didn't have the money to cut their power back on or their power got cut off or mm. they didn't have anywhere to live, this woman would make phone calls and she would make their power come back on. Mm. She Thanks. could call, make a phone call, and these people had somewhere to stay. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, how did you do that? You know, it's like that's right. Networking, you know, and yeah. I didn't know what networking was, and it right. wasn't even a word that were, was used after she left. And I was like, "So what is that?" And she said, "Well, you have to build rapports with people." Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Well, you have to make sure that everything is in line, and you have to yeah. make sure that you're consistent." And I was like, okay, I can be that. I can be that. Because in school, I always wanted to make sure that everybody was all right. Like, I wanted to take on the people that made other people feel bad. Yeah. This was just (laughs) me as a a person, you know. So I was like, I want to do that. I want that power. So I was like, well, I don't know how to get there, you know. So I started doing my research. And a social worker really helps people in mental health. So I did not have um, the time to actually go to school to be a social worker. So the field I landed in was human services, only because of the, uh, the college that I could go to, the college that I could afford as far as time concerns Mm -hmm. um, with online. So I finally found a school to do my graduate degree as a social worker. And now I'm doing that. And it, it, you know, with COVID and it was like, my stars just lined up, you know, it's like, it's so big now. I did not know, you know, 10 years from now, this is the direction that I was going to be needed. But again, like you said, God moves through people. So even right. when we can't see it, he already yeah. knew what it was going to be, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I've been in school for eight years already, mm-hmm. part-time. So eight, ten years ago, we didn't know what this was. You know, we didn't know where the the, the, the Lord had was going to lead people to or what COVID was or how it was going to impact the, the social status of all of us. We did not know mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just here and I'm going for it. And, you know, and I, even when I told you about wanting to do, to be a, a life coach and especially with children, I love working with kids and I feel like the gems 
we received this information in this time because we were the ones that were supposed to receive it. Because mm -hmm. the world is going to work and God knew that we, we're givers. So if yep. we received the goods, he knew that we were going to give it back. Mm -hmm. And that's what this was about for me. Like this, this past four years of my life was so hard. And I just was like, yo, I feel so great. Yes, I have less than I did before, but the way that I feel on the inside feels so amazing. How can I help other people and people I know feel this way? What can I do to make others, to give others the information that I have obtained? Because mm -hmm. like, at first I didn't feel that it was a self-worth thing. It was more, who's really going to listen to me? You're crazy. You've been in mental institutions. You you know, you have all these issues. Like, your word has no credit behind it. But then later on, God kind of made it like, why wouldn't your word have merit? Like, you literally went through it, made it through it, and now you're coming out on top. So if anyone should listen, it should be you. But I understand, like I told you before, I know sometimes people, we will listen to someone who has never been through the situation and has absolutely no idea, and we will take their word at face value. Yeah. Well, okay, so let me ask you two things that you said, Regis, that I, I would like to hear the answer. Okay, the first one was, you said you have less, but you're more happier. So that's the first question. I want you to elaborate to make me understand what you mean. The the second, hold on, let me finish the second okay. one so that you can tell me. The second thing is, have you, have either one of you, this is for both of y'all, this one, have either one of you ever visited an ASAP meeting? I haven't. Okay. I have so, not. Okay, so I will challenge you all to visit a AA meeting, um, a battered um, woman's meeting, Yes. Uh, okay. I'll take that back, Shakia. I okay. have done group. Yes. Okay. I have so, been in group. <laughs> okay. So, Rod, for you, mm -hmm. okay, visit one of those meetings because you will see that the head of these type of meetings are people that have been through it. Mm -hmm. gotcha. You you are a no accountability if you haven't been through this. Yeah. So yeah. With, with that being said, Regis, I would love to hear your explanation. When I said I have less, when I say less, I mean materialistically. Like certain things that I felt hold, held so much merit in my life, I gave up. But in giving up certain things like being a business owner, running, these are things I've talked about for so long. Owning my own restaurant, having a food truck. Even my catering business. These are things that I've wanted for, I, and I'm sorry, these are things that I thought I wanted for so long. Mm -hmm. But the moment that I was forced to walk away from those things, one, through my health, because I was, I was like, it's such war with myself, like my health declined. So then it's like, now that my health is declined and I can't do these things, I had no other choice but to go within and start working on me. And the moment that I started thinking about, like, what do you really want? What do you really like? That's when it kind of hit me that 
it's not about what you have and what you think you want out here. You have a true purpose. Like there was a purpose for you being here. And I saw, uh, it made it easier for me to see what my purpose was. Like you said, people would come to me constantly and lay their life on the line right there in front of me and looking at me for a response simply because I just knew the right things to say. And I look at it now as it's not that I had the right things to say. It's like literally the nine times out of 10, I've been through it or something very similar. But before I even speak, I used to always ask God to shine through me. Right. Give so me, let them see all of you and less of me. That way I always knew what to say. Yeah, it's Regis saying it, but trust me, I have the stuff that I can tell people sometimes. I have absolutely no idea how I know about their life. Like I really don't, but the words just come to me. Right. So, okay. So, so, okay. Let me, let me allow you to have another thought process to what you just said. Okay, say, for example, someone worked at Philip Morris. Mm, let's just say they made $110,000 a year, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so they retire, all right? They get, mm, let's just say maybe they'll get about $6,000 a month in retirement. Is that less? Not really. I feel like they have more time. Time is everything to okay. me. Okay, so but okay, so let's look at it like this. So six thousand dollars a month is seventy two thousand dollars a year, right? Mm -hmm. So that's less than a hundred and ten thousand, right? Uh huh. But will they say, "I have lost"? They're not going to say that. No, because they've gotten what they want when they mm -hmm. were in that duty. Correct. So if you got what you wanted when you were in the duty of having a food truck of having um uh what you call it the uh the restaurant, restaurant yeah of having you know the catering business why can't you say that you just retired from that portion of your life you didn't lose I, correct so you're right saying that i lost something you're right i never lost it because the information and the experiences that i gained alone and it's funny that you put it that way because even when my business partner and I, you know, we separated and I was like, you know, no, I got to get my shit together. Like, I have to do better. I have to do what's best for me. Mm -hmm. He kind of felt like I thought it was I was walking away because I thought that he was taking advantage or that they were taking advantage. I was like, first of all, for you to take advantage, that means you gain something and I gain nothing. Right. I was like, first of all, the just the conversation that we had has changed my life. So I, I've, I've lost nothing That's and I can walk away clear and free. And I was like the experience and the knowledge that I've gained on the, the complete understanding of now knowing what it's like to run a restaurant full time, what it's like to be in charge of a food truck. Like now I literally got to see that this is not what I thought it was. So you did not lose. I didn't. I really didn't. It was the best decision I could have ever made the best decision I could have ever made. You can go mm. online and buy a $1,000 bag for $70 if you get it at the right time. That's not right. to say that you can get, you can't get that materialistic bag. It's just what mm -hmm. you're looking, you know. So I don't look at that as a loss. You, you're definitely right. So that it, it's not a loss because if I had not made those decisions, I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. 
that's it. You know, I can't say that I lost that being a medical assistant because I went to school to uh, get a bachelor's. You you better just, you you that's you, just you the leveled up finishing point of my life. Mm-hmm. It was Even just the chapter that's making. Yeah, I'm not making the same money, but I'm enjoying the fruits of my labor. Mm-hmm. You know, my mind is more clear. I'm doing what yeah. I actually want to do. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I can't yes. look at that as a loss. And even like in your scenario with the guy leaving Philip Morris, yeah, he may not be at 110,000 on anymore, but you think now he has his time, his peace of That's mind. Right. Now this is the time to be doing the things that you truly are meant to be doing. That's it. That's a retirement. That is, that is exactly it. That is exactly it. That is exactly it. And, and that that is key. Like walking sometimes the things when you elevate to a certain level, the things that used to resonate with you will no longer resonate with you. And, and that's just growth. You're right. No, you really don't lose anything. It kind of, it's still there. You just grow into something better. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've grown into a better person. You know, that is natural. So for us, sometimes I used to look at other people and be like, dang, they doing this, 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 and this, but they still be doing this, 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 and this for this long time. You be like, well, they doing good. They still doing good. Do you want to just keep still be doing good or do you want to keep excelling? That's it. Do you want to keep, because like it's so deep now, y'all, like to the fact of me learning how to manifest certain things in my life to understand that I, I didn't have boundaries so much. So like simple things about myself, I didn't really know whether I liked or disliked. Like even now choosing my manifesting the home of my dreams, I'm like, I know what other people like and what other people think is cool. But like now, what kind of house do you really want? Mm-hmm. Like what state do you really want to live in? Yeah. Like, I mean, it was so detailed y'all to like, Dang, I thought I used to like those movies. I I hate those. I don't even like watching it. I never really liked it. Just realizing certain the influence yeah. of others on your life. That's it. it. Can, I mean, it's small, but like what I said in the agreements, they talk about literally from the th- the way we eat, how our food, how we clean up our homes, small things about us are not because of things that we've doctored on our own, but because of the, this is how we were trained. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like these were things that were taught to us as a child. And, but some good and some bad, because what people have to understand is because you learn certain things and habits and traditions or whatever you may call them as a child, don't mean that they were all correct for you. Yeah. They have worked for them, but you have to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. This is right. Yeah. And, and and that is what, you know, just I feel like, yo, I feel like I'm so clear and feeling like this generation right now, and even though like we still got a five-year gap between us, our generation was meant to get the information. 
because we would most understand. We've been the most affected by it. We've been the most hurt by it, but it's going to benefit the most. We're going to benefit from it the most because we're going to heal from it. Now, once we all heal from it, now that means my kids is going to heal from it because now I know what to do to help my kids get through certain things that nobody was able to help me get through. But it goes so deep is now I got the information. Let me get that information to the people that caused me trauma. Let's see how receptive those people are. You're going to start a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but that's, it's almost literally, that's how the cycle is going to have to work in order to break it. Yeah. We're going to have to find ways to heal those who hurt us. Yeah. But, but, but a girl told me years ago, and she was like, one thing about like our people, or I ain't gonna say just our people, but people in general, they criticize first, then they try later. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they'll sit back. I mean, even down to like, I'm gonna tell you, like, even even down to the way I eat, like, you know, Reed, you know how my family is. Why you eating that? Why you eating that? <laughs> but but I'm serious though, like, like it, it's the same way, but soon as they get sick, they'll call and ask me, Well, what I eat for this? What I eat for that? You know what I mean? Like, no. Nah. But when I'm trying to tell you this information, you want to be joking, joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and until, you know, like certain things started to really bother me, especially like my beliefs in or my non-belief in certain things and people would like make light of it, it started rubbing me the wrong way. And I, and that never happened to me before. But then I understood this a little because now you got boundaries. So now you feel a certain way. Now you need to put these people and let them understand that you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like if I have enough respect for you to respect your beliefs and what you got going on, have enough respect for me to respect mine. Yeah. What about I've me? I've never tried to force anything that I believe on anyone. It is your choice. You have to do with this is your human experience no one else's the only reason it seems to be someone else's experience is because we are raised by other people and like you said the the rules of this world and universe and the laws and the traditions and everything that was already here before we got here mm-hmm. but um you know when if if you pay attention to people a lot of people laugh or make fun of because of fear. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Bingo. When, pro- don't not not knowing how to properly display emotions. My youngest you, does that. You and see that I said it. I was like, my therapist says when we because she used to say Regis, like I'm in tears. My therapist is literally in here in tears. And she was like, Why are you still smiling? And I was like, I don't know what else to do. And she was like, Regis, that's not okay. She said, that's a coping mechanism. You can't, you have to relay the proper response for the right emotion. Like Uh you should be crying right now. Why are you still sitting there smiling? Because that's how I was trained. Never let somebody else see the hurt. And and that is the definition of a bully. Mm -hmm. When they don't know what to do, they offset, they, they deflect their emotions on you yeah don't don't deflect on me if, if i'm <laughs> what i'm if i'm saying something to you that is coming from my heart and now when we get to the level of understanding deflection now i'm pissed right because <laughs> i know what you're doing yeah yeah and to me you're being disrespectful mm-hmm. and as a culture you know when you say oh you're being disrespectful and it's what I'm just saying, no, you're not saying anything because your words are irrelevant. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah, yeah. So the laughing and the giggling, you know, when I'm being most honest to you and I'm spreading my emotions to you, yeah. and they don't, you laugh at me or you make fun of. Yeah. Oh no, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. And see, for me at first, I didn't know what that feeling was. I'm like, wait. You kind of be like, wait, is they playing with me? Like, are you mm-hmm. taking me for a joke right now when I'm really laying my heart on the line? Like, don't do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, but now, definitely oh, yeah, now boundaries is in full effect. The it first is. time, sh- like, I tell people, I joke all the time. You know, people be like, once, first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. I don't allow there to be a third time. You've shown me once, but I'm a forgiving person. Right. So let me give you, I, let me give you a chance to prove me wrong. But once you repeat that again, now then it's on me. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I'm choosing anything more than once is, is a choice. Like, it, okay, yeah, I made a mistake the first time, but let me do it again now. Now you cho- you made a choice to do it again. Yeah. I made a choice to allow you to disrespect me. I gave you the choice to allow you to treat me in a certain time of, type of way. Like, I, I chose to let you cheat on me or I chose to let you lie to me. Mm-hmm. You, you have to, and that's self-accountability. Yep. Yeah. That yeah. that's the whole because once the one thing about boundaries you can't set for yourself until you hold yourself accountable okay. for certain things that you continue to allow to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, I apply that especially to my weight loss journey. Like I said, when you become knowledgeable to the fact of high blood pressure, diabetes, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna talk to this person about taking their medicine. Why is it that you're not doing it? You know, you have to be accountable because everybody's looking. Now that you've got the attention, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? You know, so every day I make it my personal responsibility to work out for 30 minutes because I've got other people's attention. As a, as a parent, as a, a human service provider, the, the the eyes are on you mm-hmm. you know and once this podcast comes out the eyes are on you yeah you know? yeah and, and you know even down like I, I talked to a friend the other day and I was like you know we joke all the time she does like teeth whitening and gyms and grills and she was like Regis you should be a model and I was like you know when I was a kid people always told me how beautiful my smile was but once I once I had lupus one of the first signs was I had bone deterioration in my jaw. So the first thing that I started noticing was my teeth were like, I mean, it could be the smallest thing. Like I could be chewing a sandwich and the next thing a tooth will just, uh, like a chunk of tooth will be out. Is this right? And so now I adjusted how I talk and how I smile because I was afraid and I'm like, and people was like, she was like, well, what about when you go live? Are you going to be self-conscious about that? And I was like, at first I thought I would be, but I know that eventually I'm going to get it fixed. So it's not a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that's willing to come at me in a certain type of way about it, let me knock you and under- let you understand why they are the way that they are. And I still do not care. But but why? Why do they... that? It was a me thing because I was concerned about 
appearances and what other people's perception of me was. And I literally stopped myself in my tracks. And I was like, oh, no, boo, we're not in the business of doing that anymore. We're not in the business of allowing other people's expectations of you to to dictate what you do. I love everything about me. She was like, are you going to be vulnerable? I said, I'm going to be very vulnerable. And I said, and I found that with me because we're not. I get better feedback when I am so, sometimes I got to be brutally honest. And that is that was not in my repertoire before. <laughs> it was not. It was not. And now, just it just does it. I just I see myself growing and changing every day. Every day is growth. Every day. So yes, yeah, some things people may say or think about me, but I also have to understand those are those people's opinion, mm -hmm. and they form those opinions based off of experiences they've had with others. Yep. It ain't got nothing to do with me. That's, that's it. their business. And what they think about me is literally all them. Yep, and that's why I said if if I was just big and healthy, oh, unapologetically not, but <laughs> being un, unhealthy and knowing that I have high blood pressure, knowing that I have high cholesterol, and I'm going to go talk to somebody else about it, oh, I got to do something. But if, right. if, if there was just the physical, unapologetically, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, Rod, is there a flaw for you? And and see, for see, it was funny because a lot of my weight gain came from medication, of course, right. kids, steroids, constantly, right. mm -hmm. and it it was the first. But I also knew, like, the moment that I could wean myself off a certain meds, the weight would fall right off. And right. people be like, oh, your blood, do you have high blood pressure? Do you have diabetes? Do you have thyroid issues? No, I have lupus and I have a nerve disorder. This is what I have. The medication causes me to gain weight. I don't have the little problems. I have huger problems. Like, right. it's like, wait, I let those things define me. And Rod proved to me once he changed his eating habit, his way of living, how it could drastically change your health. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I incorporate that in my life? Right. Um, am I vegan? No. But do certain things that I know affect my well-being as far as my health grows, goes like sea moss, certain herbs. And do I try to do natural versus run into the pharmacy? Yes. Yes, I do. Awesome. You do. You have a, you have a certain duty to yourself to do right by you the same way you certain have a, a certain duty to do right by others like you gotta treat yourself right first definitely that's it that you yeah. do and, and i respect it and i can't you know it's so funny because i joked earlier and i was like i have this new found sense of self and knowing who i am i can't wait to see what my new body be like Ooh. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, for me, it's one thing at a time, one one journey at a time, one at a time. Because, like, at my at my heaviest, I I know no lie, at my heaviest, I've been about three thirty, and so here now at I think the last time I went, no BS, I think it was like two ninety two. I was like, hey, it's not where you want to be, but it's not where you were either. That's it. 
That's it. <laughs> it ain't where mm-hmm. you want to be, but it ain't, it's not where you were either. So, yeah, you still only at 292, but you also not taking 30-something pills a day either. That's so right. it, it's where you going. It, you on the right track. I'm on the right track. And once you feel that you on the right track, stick with it. Stick with it. Consistency mm-hmm. is the key. Yeah. 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 Consistency is the key. Yes, it is. Yeah. And that is it. Like, if we could be as consistent with ourselves as we are consistent, as consistent with others, love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, even before talking about you thinking about all when we, you if you work fast food, you thinking about all the overtime you put in for people, all the coming in on your days off. All the work, like, I mean, even just um, for family, if you don't even want to apply it to work, like how we will go out of our way sometimes to please, man, mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't, yeah. I can't, at first it was sad. It was a very sad and lonely place to be. Boundaries was a very sad and lonely place at first. But now you understand that you don't, certain people don't deserve to be in your company. That's right. Certain people do not deserve to be in your company. Those that recognize your growth and are genuinely happy for your growth and there is love there will support you. But those who no longer benefit from your growth will fall off. Yes, they will. It's okay for that. Right. It's okay. It <laughs> is. That makes room for newer, greater people to come into your life. Yeah. Yeah. They do. Uh, that goes to like taking people with you on your growth. But like, they got to be willing to grow as well. Yeah. How do you set the boundaries there, though? Because- but I mean, I, I think for that, I mean, like, I think they will have to start setting some goals for themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, you can't just keep tagging along. If if I'm a tree and I'm growing and you just hanging on, you gonna eventually start getting heavy. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'm that's serious. So yeah. yeah. So you, that, I mean, yeah, you gonna have to do something. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to accidentally let one of these limbs just drop. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in a bad way, but that's what I'm gonna tell y'all. Keep like, right. No, though. seriously, like honestly, like. You're I'm gonna right. tell you, yo. Like back in the day, I was one of one of my closest homeboys. Like when you saw him, you saw me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we were sitting down one day at the table, and, and we was talking. He was like, he was about to be 42, and I was like, "You 42?" Mm-hmm. He, was, he was 42. He's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "I'm just saying to myself, I don't want to be that age doing the same thing that we're doing now." You know that's what I mean? That's and 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 that's, that's when. And that's when we parted ways. It, it it won't no bad blood, you know what I mean? But I just it I started doing things that that I was interested in, you know what I mean? Right. So I mean, like like I said, it won't no bad blood. It it won't no 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 argument, nothing like that. But I think it's just understanding of both ways. But my bad thing is I never sit down with him and had that conversation. Look, bro, this is what I want to do. I ain't, you know what I mean? I ain't with that no more. You see what I'm saying? Right. But I mean, he has talked to people. I have talked to people that know each other. You know what I mean? We know the same people, and you can tell it's just mutual. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it ain't no like I said, it ain't no bad blood there. You know what I mean? But I think even down to like 
I'm gonna tell y'all, even sitting down like with, with, with like like we were saying with growth, like even females that I've dealt with in the past, I had to honestly go back and talk to them and apologize for what I did yes. because I told them I wasn't in my right mindset. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and they, they honestly told me they appreciate it because don't know guys ever come back and do that, but at the same time, they let me know things that I had put them through as well. You see what I'm saying? Right. Well, yeah. that's respect. I mean, yeah. it, it is. It shows. It it truly shows a level of growth in a person. Like I try to remind myself when every time, when every time I speak, be aware. Your words are so powerful. Yeah, your words are so powerful. Mm-hmm. So I genuinely try to make sure that every conversation I have is out of a place of love and healing. Because I've been angry long enough. I've been I've been up in a place of anger and sadness. Don't nobody want that. Don't nobody mm-hmm. want that. And I don't want to get to nobody else. <laughs> I don't want to get to nobody else. But you mm-hmm. know, sometimes there are people that love you enough to be you. Mm-hmm. You know, with that being said, sometimes yeah, we do. We outgrow people, but sometimes those people that you think are going to hang on and they see your escalation they're like you know what I love you and that's why I can't go or that's mm. why you know and my husband and I I mean if you you guys know me and my husband has been together probably since we were about 13 yeah. but we've been married for about almost 17 years mm-hmm but we've often had the conversation, like you were talking, Rod, there is no bad blood. You know, if if there's something to this point where I can't please you and you can't please me, we're now at the point where I love you enough to go. Let you go. Mm, yeah, yeah. All, all we are asking is for the respect, like you mm-hmm. were saying, yeah. to just say what it is. Bingo. Yeah. Don't spray me along. Yeah. There, there's <laughs> no bad blood. Because yeah. you've given me the best mm-hmm. and I've given you the best. Bingo. You know, together we've we've made the best out of what atmosphere we came from. Yeah. Right. You know, so we're gonna love each other enough to let each other go and grow. That's it. Mm-hmm. But you can't find a lot of people like that, and this is so rare. But what's wrong with it? Why does everything have to end in a harsh manner? It doesn't. It no it don't. It don't. No. They don't. It nah, really and, and when I and I'm telling you, like, my husband and I are not divorced yet, and we've been separated literally out of the house. We have we very have very little contact with each other in the last four years. But last year, like, I literally was able to tell him, like, man, I ain't even, I, don't, I ain't even mad at you. Like, I'm so thankful for you. Beautiful. Yo, like I'm and he's mad and I'm crying because like no, like I'm really thankful for you. Like I thank you. Like you don't understand where I come from. Most people don't leave. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So there are mm-hmm. things that there, there are things that you've done in my life that I'm thankful for. That's it. And That's I said it. the good and the bad. And I said because if we had done anything different, I wouldn't be on this path to happiness. And I was like, and unfortunately, 
you know, it's sad that we no longer have the relationship with each other. And I don't know where you are on your journey, but I am so happy and content and great in my life on in the direction that I'm going. So I hope that you found the peace that I had. Amen. Man, you would have thought I cussed that man out. But see, that's <laughs> your but that's your peace within speaking. Yes. So I was if, like, okay, because you deserve to be happy. Yes. And it was all off a conversation of you gotta let me go. Mm-hmm. you gotta let me go because I want you to be happy you whatever happiness whatever it is that you think you deserve you I want you to have that but mm-hmm. you also have to understand I should have what I think I deserve as well yeah I can't have that with you that's yeah. it that's it so, so Shaki let me ask you this question mm-hmm. do you feel like okay I mean I'm I'm with you 100% what you say as far as like if it's a point where y'all decide to uh, go y'all separate ways because of, of growth. So mm-hmm. do you think a lot of people um, aren't willing to go their own ways because of just marriage and they, and they stick to that with death do us part. But that is death. We so, are talking about the marriage. It's, it's death of the marriage. Yeah. But I think, I think more people look at it more as the physical, you see what I'm saying? The physical death. Yeah. Now, with with that being said, we have to ponder and we have to look deeper into what physical part because there had to be something physical dying. Yeah. I mean, now when we close our eyes and we leave this earth, now that is complete death. Yeah. But how do we live if our whole body isn't functioning? Yeah. How, <laughs> how is that life? Right, you know that's not life. We die. Yeah, Yeah. the house driving the other one is not. You right. You know the because then think about this though, and and this is where church stops. You know, we don't we don't don't go into the uh, the appreciation of what the Bible truly gives us. We were only really taught um, Matthew, Mark. And um Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. <laughs> you yeah. know, this is about it. You know, we yeah. don't really dig into Revelations. We don't really mm-hmm. dig into Malachi. We don't really dig into Esther. You know, and we can go on and on with the different. But how many of us really goes that far? Bingo. Yeah. Right. You know, so yeah. who are we to talk about? You know, who are we to talk about death or physical living? Yeah. You know, God came in our presence physically. Yeah, you know, so when we take these scriptures from the Bible and we apply it to what we need, are we the hypocrites yeah. or are we the Christians? Mm. You know, because if if a, if a man, I can go as deep as if a man rapes or mistreats his daughter and his wife knows that, mm-hmm. that wife died, mm. but because she's honoring the Bible, bingo, and she stayed with this man. How is she living? But I'm going to tell you something. I, my thing about that is, I think a lot of them honor the Bible, but don't know the Bible. Right. And, and, and that's my thing. How can you honor something that you, that you don't even really know? Because we that's lazy. It. When people don't want to yeah. get the information for themselves, they rather trust and listen to others. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. But that wife, that wife, that mother died. She did. Yeah. You know, she, she's not living. She's standing on two feet and she's doing what needs to be done. And I've been there. I've been there. You see, out of a culture. (laughs) This is the culture. You know, in other cultures, if you do that, that man will die. Right. Mm -hmm. You see Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? 
So he's not supposed to be living right now. Yeah. You know, so it's all in perspective of what is living. And I want to live my best life. And that's why I said with this high blood pressure, high cholesterol, I'm half dead. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. You're right. One more artist clogs. Yeah, done deal. That's it. You know, come on now. Let's go. Let's go into science. Let's be knowledgeable in our speaking. And when I said it and I was like, my podcast, I can't narrow it down and it'll have a broad audience because we got to talk about a little bit of everything in order to get a full understanding of the big picture. You gotta, you you have, you can't be so close-minded. Like you have to be able to know a little bit about everything to understand the bigger picture. Because there's so many things that have been kept from us, and so many truths that been that have been taken from us for so long. Now it's like people are actually putting in the work to find out to get to the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you know, me, me and me and one of my homeboys talked uh, last Saturday. And me and him was talking about the same thing as far as like growth, because like he loves Gucci Man, and he was saying like, uh, he's like Rod, you, you know I love Gucci Man. He said, <laughs> but I he said I catch myself listening to Gucci Man so much and the stuff that he's talking about that I'm stuck right there. And mm-hmm. I told him, I, and I told him I said it's just like because I told him I said uh, I love J Cole. He was like I never. He he don't like J. Cole. And I'm I'm like, you probably because you can't too deep. exactly you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's too deep. But, I, but I told him, I said, once you start opening your mind up to, to, to different music and start listening to, to different stuff here and there, you're gonna find yourself less and less going back to Gucci man. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. You might you might dip and dab every now and then, but it ain't gonna be constant like it like it used to be. You know what I mean? Yep. Now because you got a uh, a bigger horizon. You see what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. that's back to what I said. That's why I want to take my kids on trips to other countries so they ain't mm-hmm. just stuck in Richmond just seeing what's going on right here. You know what I mean? That's it. That's it. That, that that's it. definitely, I, I do. I tell my kids all the time, like, I, I want us to see the world. Mm-hmm. You deserve to see the world. You deserve the world. And certain things that I plan now and certain things that I talk about, I know my youngest, she look at me like, where does she think this money coming from? See, it's when I stop worrying about how I'm going to get it and just know that it's already mine. I, you don't worry about certain things. Now that yeah. goes back, Regis. Could you have did that if you weren't in retirement? No. And I say that, remember, bro, I, <laughs> I just said that. Bro. I think, bro, the only reason I have the information I have is because I got so much goddamn time. Hey yo, Shakira, you still got that same laugh from high school. I'm not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unapologetically me. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. That, that's no true. I said it, and I was like, cousin. I was like, at least if you <laughs> don't go back to work, that's gonna give you the time that you need to figure and work on your purpose. If yep. I hadn't gotten sick last year. In January, I probably would have still been at Wingbox in Richmond, driving on back home on the weekends, grinding it out, doing the same rat race. But everything but happened universe for a reason. was like, Regis, yep. all right, you're not going to stop, so let me stop you. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Let me but, stop you. But but I'm going to tell you, yo, like, I'm going to tell you, so, but if you hadn't understood how the universe worked, you would have kept on doing what you was doing. Because yep. let me tell you, Shakia, let me tell you the story. So, we were about right before Christmas, me and my girl was up in um DC walking around the outlet. So 
I'm walking and I'm, I'm sniffing. I'm like, I smell Cinnabon. And I said, yo, I said, babe, I said, if it's a Cinnabon out here, I said, if I get one, would you tell somebody? She said, no, nah, I wouldn't tell nobody. Now, I've been vegan a little over three years. I haven't had me a Cinnabon in three years. <laughs> wow. So we go to leave out the, um, out the outlet and they got a Cinnabon truck right there. And I said, uh-huh. I'm about to get me a Cinnabon. So went over to the giant, got me a, got me one of uh, the pecan caramel thing. You know what uh-oh, I mean? Uh-oh. So he ain't going to do it big. So. Hey, yo. yeah. <laughs> might as well. Hey, look, might as well. Hey, look, don't be halfway retarded. Go all the way out. Yeah. So, look. <laughs> For real. For real. So we walking. Look, I'm, yeah. we walking back to the truck. I don't open the box up. So you know how the center button, it goes from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So I'm working myself from that from from the outside, working myself in. So I don't took two little bites of it, and then got to the truck, opened the door. Why that box hit the door and that center button hit the uh, hit the ground? And I just Ooh. looked up. I said, "Ain't this some shit?" You know Ooh. what I mean? And my girl, look, my girl looked at me. She said, "Babe, you dropped it." And I said, "Yeah." And I got in the truck and I just put my head down. She said, "You know what? The old you would have went back We're and got you another got center button." <laughs> Wow. That's wow. Yeah, I know I wasn't supposed to have it. You know what that's I mean? It. That's you know? the <laughs> But it, it's, you know, and that's why, and we call it universe. We call it higher self. You can call yeah. it spirit. You can call it God. But when it speak, you heal. Yeah. And, and a couple of days ago, because everybody got advice. Like, I just feel like everybody got something that you know that, ah, I still need to work on this. I still need to work on this. Yeah. me, it's niggas. <laughs> that, that's, that's the, I have a week. But for me, like, distancing and cutting myself off, like, bec- just off the strength of who I share my energy with. Like, right. when I'm telling you, even who texts my phone, man, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, yep. I'm so specific. But certain people just have a hold only because you built up such a long-time connection with them. And the other day I was reading a passage because I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, my person is already out there and he's looking for me. We just haven't crossed paths yet. But it's also because we're not ready for each other yet. Mm-hmm. And deep down inside, I know you can't dabble in certain things and expect what's meant for you to come to you because you're still doing old shit. Yeah. So a, pa- a, a post came up on my Facebook feed and I'm in the car about to go do some ratchet shit and I was like (laughs) reading it and it was talking about how when you elevate vibrationally people you cutting off certain ties and connection to old exes and people that you've been with but they don't know that but they can feel it subconsciously so they try even harder to reach out and to connect with you (sighs) me sitting in the car on my way to my problem I was like, universe, I know I'm reading this right now because I know I'm supposed to take this man this food. But if you telling me that me keep associating with him even at this level is the reason why I can't meet my person, I'm not going to go. Yep. I'm not going to go. I get out of my car. That was at 331. I get out of my car. I go in my house. I'm about to grab the bag. I'm about to go back. I'm about to go out the door. Before I could even pick up my keys, this man texted me and was like, I have a headache out of nowhere. And mm. he to eat up with you today. Girl, I said, say less. <laughs> All Universe, right. You don't have to say no more. I understand. 
I understand. It was that clear. Sometimes it's going to be bright. People be like, man, the universe be talking, but I don't even understand. I needed to be clear. Sometimes that should be too clear for me because I went, I went and sat on my couch and was like, you mean? Why you be yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I had to tell that person I can't vibe with you the way that I used to vibe with you because you stopping me from meeting my person. Yeah. But but you gotta you you gotta get closer to whatever you believe in in order for you to understand y'all relationship. You know what I mean? Because it's just like 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 with my two kids, I can't treat my two kids the same. You know what I mean? Because they're two different individuals. So I feel like I feel like God, the universe, or whatever, you gotta get that relationship with him or whoever it is in order for you to understand what kind of what kind of way they are communicating to you. You see what I'm saying? Yep, this is true. That's a fact. That all they are all y'all. When I tell you that Jane hit me like a ton of bricks, I was like, "Damn, you ain't had to be that blatant with it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's yeah. the same way you felt when your cinnamon bun hit that ground. When that man said, "I got a headache, I can't do it," I was like, "Ain't this up?" And mm-hmm. I was like, but I was excited because usually I would have been sad, like, "Damn, I ain't got my little sneaky link," but. In the inside, I was like, yo, God, you speaking clearer and clearer to me every day, and I love it. I don't yep. want to lose that connection. I don't want to be playing around with you and lose that connection to what I have accomplished. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to grow from this. But you I'm just got to keep a clear mind, yo. You just yo. got to keep a clear mind, because once you got distractions in your mind, that's when you're going miss to your, miss your signs. Yeah all the way you can't take everybody with you you cannot take everybody with you and i'm and i told i was like i told another homeboy of mine i was like look when you reach this certain level of awareness and understanding you people that you that reached out that's gonna reach out to you you're not even gonna believe you're gonna be like what the fuck you mean what who are you? Why are you even messaging me? Like, and he was like, "Oh my God, we just no lie. It already started." He was like, "Bitches from high school, yo, it's because you you've leveled up, and they can sense that mm-hmm. because you've leveled up. That connection that y'all used to have, and that that energy that they took from you is fading away. So now they gotta they gotta re up on that energy." Mm-hmm. We had this whole conversation, and he literally reaches out to me. To re up his energy, and I was like, "Bro, we just had this conversation. You not about to use my energy because you feeling shitty right now? No, right? People will still have a certain like have a a certain level of expectations from you, but you to understand that nigga, that's your problem, not mine. What you think I should have did and what I did is two different things. It is." <laughs> How you thought I should have responded and how I may respond could be two different things. Oh yeah, most definitely. But when you when when you have grown out of that person that know your every every beck and call, when mm-hmm. you go to that next level, they can't figure it out. Yeah. Because now they're gonna have to re-know you. Bingo. But Bingo. they can't re-know you until they get on the same vibrational level as you. That's it, and they can't. You, 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 and you know what though? I'm not gonna say they can't. My one of my best friends said the same thing. She was like, "Regis, being that you've already, you're already at a different level than someone vibrationally, will they ever catch up?" 
she, I, she was like, they will never catch up. I was like, yes, they can. Because who's to say your next lesson they come along gonna stomp your ass for a year or two? Shit, they don't screw <laughs> by your ass because you still fucking with this nigga. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when them, when those challenges, the universe challenges us, the next time it come back to test us again, it's gonna come back even stronger. It's gonna come back even stronger to be like, all right, we're gonna up the ante this time. Yeah, she dumped that nigga because he won't take it on dates. Let's see what's gonna happen if he start taking her out. Let's see what's gonna happen if he starts showing her the attention that she wanted to get. Is she still gonna fall for it? And see, this is where this is this is where my knowledge stopped. I am not a relationship anything. Like <laughs> Relationships are not my conversation to have. We <laughs> have this one. Ron, let me see y'all. Let me see. Let me tell you. This this is where me and Amanda will be on the phone for hours, y'all. Two and three hours because she and I are both like even four years separated. Yeah, I don't have my little sneaky links, my little hookups or whatever. But I, I'm ready for to try like a real relationship like i'm looking for that in the future not like right now but mm -hmm. i you know i do see that for me in the future so it's like well bitch you got to get out here and kind of date a little bit and kind of get to know people yes you want to protect your energy but that's where your boundaries come into place because i shut myself off because i was afraid to test those boundaries so now that i'm testing those boundaries a little bit and i'm like oh bitch it's easy to say no now let's go <laughs> let's right. go and, and it's, it is to be 40, trying to, about to be divorced, trying to date out here, knowing people don't have, I mean, everybody, you know, is going through so much craziness mentally and emotionally, like people having poor communication skills. I was a horrible communicator, like horrible with my children and not even... And Jackie, I'm going to send you a conversation between me and my daughter before I post it, before I publish it, because I tell her now, like, I really take pride in being able to communicate with you, but I'm only able to communicate with you the way that I am is because of all the hard work and all the learning and shit that I had to get and go through. And when you say going to like an ASAP meeting, I was in group therapy for three months. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yo, I went from, I think it was like eight to four, every, Monday through Friday, like a job for three months because I, I wasn't willing to check myself back in, but I know I still needed the help. Uh -huh. Being institutionalized versus being in group was completely different. I definitely got more from group because it allowed me to see things from other people's perspectives and granted a lot of us in that group were going through completely different things we was we had the same hurt yeah we all had some of the same hurt and some of our hurts st stemmed from like literally stemmed from some of the exact same issues growing up or otherwise like I i'm literally like in here with someone, you know, a 18 year old heroin addict and, you know, a, a mom facing with postpartum depression. Like you really, it really makes you be become a little more, you become empathetic. You mm -hmm. know, I'm sorry. You, you realize that now nah, we, we share this type of hurt. We're yeah. all sharing the same hurt. Yeah. So we might be going through it for different reasons, but this, the hurt is still the same. 
So, so can you just go in and just sit in one of the meetings? Yes. How does that work? Yeah. Okay. You, it's, can, it's virtual. you can go sit in. Well, oh, when, I okay, went okay. to, when I went to, I had to check myself in. I was in outpatient, you know, hospitalization. But you can go. They have meetings daily. They have meetings daily. I want to try one. All the yeah, I did virtual. So if you Google uh-huh. um, ASAP meetings or if you Google um uh now the woman, the woman, the battered women one probably is more private, mm-hmm. but the ASAPs are open. Gotcha. And they're every hour on the hour. Okay. Twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Gotcha. Well, I, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm glad you put that out there, Shak uh like we have to start. I mean, I need to make sure I start getting these links and these numbers out here for people to understand. Like, the help is out there. Mm-hmm. Once you drop your ego and once you drop your pride, because pride can be a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't your friend. Pride is not your friend. <laughs> it's it's not. It's yeah. not. And yeah the more the more that we put out there the more that we become inclusive the better off we're going to be as a people as a culture as a whole i mean i keep saying culture because i can only apply from my community right and when you say culture you know that we're not inclusive because we come Mm -hmm. from we come from the era of the what goes on in my house stays in my house Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're from that era Mm-hmm. So, so certain things you just didn't discuss certain right. things you just didn't talk mental health you just yeah you everybody had a cousin that you know may have had mental illness or whatever you knew it but you ain't talk about it but right. but but you just always said that's how that person is mm. you know what i mean yeah, you, never, right. you know you never really addressed it as a as an issue as a depression or anxiety you know what i mean that's right. just how it is you know right mm-hmm that 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 definitely it is true y'all we has been on yes i got more than enough content y'all we got to got to please do this again this was so dope i know we done talked about a lot of different topics but i can't wait to edit and share because we dropped gold like because mm-hmm. th- th- these are things it is not some of it'll help people like i tell people when they listening hey what's for you take it but what is not for you leave it here Leave it right. here. Right. Will resonate with you. It's gonna res. It's what's for you is for you. But anything else, just leave it here. Yeah. You. I, I don't expect people to agree or disagree with me all the time. I'm just hoping that I can bring different perspectives, so that everybody can to, can receive something. Yeah. It, it it's gonna happen. Someone is going to want to tap in. And, and I the- cannot wait. I can't wait. Because I'm telling you, the feeling that I feel on a regular basis is liberating, liberating. Like, well, and awesome. I just can't wait till others get that that sense, that feeling of like, you know, that hopelessness, that weakness. Like, man, who shall? This is gonna be over. I'm telling you, this year, I, I tell everybody, I'm claiming it for you. The these years right here, this year right here is the beginning of the best years of your life. I believe, simply because I know we're all on the right path. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, y'all, I want to thank y'all so so much again. 
um, yeah, okay. all y'all introductions before I add them in so y'all can be like, okay, don't say that or <laughs> before I tag them in. But I just want to thank y'all again. Like 77 minutes of content, I'm I'm lit right now. That's I, I can't wait to go back through it. Mm-hmm. And we're going to set up so we can talk about some other stuff again. That'll work. Y'all, I love y'all. Thank you I'm so much. Love y'all too. Raj, you got anything else? Shaquille, y'all got go ahead. No, I'm you good. I'm I'm good. No, I think this nah. was cool. I mean, you can't get it all in one, but right, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I'll probably break this up into two, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. That's awesome. Y'all, thank you so much. And I'm gonna get on working on this right now and I'm gonna hit y'all up later. Okay. All right. Thank, well, thank y'all. Good night. Good night. Uh, uh, Thank you. Bye-bye.